the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Get your calls on the air. Can't do it right now because we've got new studios. But song tonight, tonight, believe in me. Let's bring in the one, the only, Dr. Jeff Rosen. Believe in me, Janet Yellen. How are you feeling about her today? I think she's doing exactly what she was supposed to do. Um, keeping everything calm, nothing, nothing jaw-dropping, nothing different. You know, she knows what the market wants. She knows what the uh, the economy is doing, and she's just, you know, emphasizing that. She mentioned something about housing, and that seems to be catching the headlines that there's two big problems out there, housing market metrics and potentially um, something happening worldwide. Um, Jeff Gunlock also talked about housing and what's wrong with housing recently. Um What's wrong with housing, Mr. Rosen? <laughs> I mean, it's a double-edged sword. We, the pro, we, we have multiple problems. I mean, the, the biggest problem right now is the fact that we're not seeing an influx of first-time homebuyers coming to the market to prop up the, the, the whole housing market in itself. You need a first-time home buyer to come in to buy a house so that another person could sell their home to buy a bigger house which leads to more construction and, and leads to more growth. And right now, that first person's not coming in. So there isn't enough demand to drive construction, and it's not driving uh, you know, the economy forward like it normally does. I work with some people who are 10, 15 years younger than me, and they don't want to ever get married, and they don't want to ever buy a house. Their memories of the housing crisis has soured them. Um, the kids aren't all right, so to speak. I need people younger than me to potentially buy my expensive pad. Um, is that going to be a problem, or do you think we'll grow out of that problem? We'll grow out of it eventually. I mean, no one I shouldn't. I should take that back. If we become like the Japanese male who, you know, has a hard time, you know, finding a, uh, you know, potential mate, marrying and having children, we'll have problems. If we can continue to expand the population in a orderly fi- uh, fashion, like we've been doing over the last hundred years, then it's not going to be a problem. Because you know, eventually, you're going to want to, you know, have children, and if you have children, you're going to need to have a place to live beyond, uh, you know, a small, meager apartment or living with your roommates. You're going to have to expand. And the question is, when is that going to start to happen? Okay. 
off the topic of housing, unless you want to hit a little further on it, let's talk a little bit about the productivity numbers. Again, we're blaming the weather. Americans weren't very productive in the first quarter due to the winter freeze that fired up labor costs. One-time blip, or will it hang over into the second quarter? Uh, it all depends on how output comes. You know, right now, what you saw in Q1 was you had terrible output, which people are blaming on weather conditions. Uh, I don't buy that necessarily, but let's just go with that story. And then you have hours work that increased, you know, a solid amount, and you had a big pickup in, in wages. So if you have a big pickup in wages and a big pickup in hours worked, then the cost of what you're producing goes up if you're not going to be producing at the, at least the same rate as, as your wage growth. So, you know, it was no surprise that you had a negative productivity number. It was no surprise that you had a really strong unit labor cost number. The question is, are businesses going to continue uh, increasing wages with, you know, minimal output growth, which would drive up labor costs? Or are they going to uh, keep labor costs minimized, don't give any more raises, and um, wait till output returns? And it's a difficult question to know what the answer is. You know, my feeling is that we're going to have you know, lackluster growth in the second quarter compared to what the consensus is, probably 2 2.5% compared to you know, 3.5%, 4 and, and, and sometimes even higher than that uh, in some of these expectations. And I don't see much job growth to match that. And I think that if you looked at the April uh, employment report, you had, a, um, you had no wage gains. So you know, any type of income growth is going to come from... Uh, from just having more employees. And I don't know if that's necessarily going to continue trending higher uh, based on how output is demanded. It's interesting that you bring that up because I've recently read Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist at Briefing.com. I've recently read that basically there's no way that we're going to have a problem with labor in the next 10 years because baby boomers are retiring, baby boomers are retiring, baby boomers are retiring, and it's going to open up jobs. Is there any truth to that notion? There is, as long as baby boomers keep buying. I mean, if baby boomers retire and they cut their spending because, A, they don't have enough savings to continue spending or, you know, just natural tail off on, on needs, you're not going to need all the jobs that you have currently. You know, that, that's the problem. Yeah, there'll be more job openings, but those job openings may be closed because they just get rid of them because they don't need to produce as much output as they did in the past. So the question is, how is that going to play out? So even though you might have someone retire, but instead of having that being filled by a younger person, that retired job could just go away. You recently penned an article for briefing.com, and it was called, Don't Be So Sure, A Strong Recovery in the Second Quarter. Second paragraph, second sentence, you write, in actuality, the savings rate fell to the lowest point since first quarter 2008. Talking about that cold weather, if you're not at work, you're probably at home watching TV and not spending money, saving more money because you're not spending it. What's wrong? What's, what's happening here? Well, what ended up happening was that the cost of heating your house went up, and you used the money that you had to you know, heat your home. So instead of spending it on goods and services, you spent it on natural gas and electricity. And you know, what that means is that there's no pent-up savings that could be unleashed to drive consumption forward. You know, you're going to either need income growth, either through jobs or increased wages, or you're going to need um, 
to lower your savings rate even further in order to drive consumption growth. And I, I don't know, you know, if consumers are going to be willing to have a three and a half, three percent savings rate, which is what you kind of need in order to get another, you know, three percent, you know, plus consumption uh, quarter. Leaving the ball in your court, anything you want to talk about, anything you want to make our listeners aware of that you're working on, that's important, yeah, I, that's overlooked? Right now, it's it's really, you know, how is the employment sector working? You know, where are the jobs coming from? Who is benefiting from how things are? Inequality is big in the news right now, and I think it's going to continue being a hot topic all the way through the elections. Um, I'm looking right now at uh, the BLS data on um, wages and seeing which sectors are seeing wage growth, which sectors are seeing aggregate income growth, which is the um, not only the uh, an hourly wage gain, but the amount of hours worked multiplied by that wage gain, to see if we're you know if there are definitely haves or have-nots in the system. You know, we're trying to figure out you know what's going on, and you know it's interesting. Like I have colleagues now talking to me about uh, you know education in the in the future, and they're basically saying, you know, my kid wants to go to college, but should we look at, you know, what their earning potential is at the college? You know, should I major in in English today? You know, is that worthwhile? And going through sector by sector, you're getting a better idea of which jobs are, are you know, being desired right now versus not. And, and I think that's important. And I think a lot of people that... Uh, you know, are entering that, that phase of their life where they have to make a decision on what, what type of environment, what type of job field they want to go into, should really take a look at what uh, wages are and what income growth is looking like before you make that decision. I got thrashed yesterday or late last week in an email from a young woman who's 30, and I, I say on the air on a regular basis, if you have kids, try to push math, science, try not to push English or poetry. Maybe I should say, you know, there are some liberal arts like design, web design, that could be useful. But she thrashed me. She's like, I'm 30 years old. I make six figures. I've saved $250,000. You should stop telling people not to get liberal arts degrees in English. You and I, we're going to have a couple beers. And we're just, <laughs> you're to talk about your kids. What would you tell me? Who, who wins that argument, me or her? Well, for the average person, you win that argument. I mean, there's no question about what type of jobs see higher pay. Um, now, that doesn't mean that, you know, you major in English and you can't do really well, you know, but it's going to be harder in the initial uh, point and, and it's going to be difficult. But that doesn't mean that someone majoring in English can't get a job that, that's high paying. It's just that the average student who majors in that, that subject matter is not going to see, you know, strong growth. Now, there was an interesting article today on um, CNN talking about why, uh, you know, STEM isn't the only place to go, that you need liberal arts growth. There are liberal arts degrees because they have abstract thinking. Well, I would argue that, you know, yeah, but most of the people that are going to be doing the jobs, you know, that, that need to be filled are in the math and science areas, and the abstract thinker is going to give them an idea, and those people are the ones who are going to go and try to put it together, and, and that's where the money is. Return on investment in college degrees. I like it. Thanks very much. It's Dr. Jeff Rosen. He is a chief economist. He is the chief economist with Briefing.com. Um, the kids are not all right. They're not buying houses. 
the, lot, the degrees that they're getting are problematic. They're coming out of college with a lot of debt. We talk the economy and much, much more on a regular basis on this show. It's Dr. Jeff Rosen. You can find him at briefing.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.